the kid was dead for all money. I listened to Lucas, but didn't take my eyes from the boy. He was small, like he never had a proper meal in his life, and his skin, tanned brown across his shoulders, was a sickly yellow color in his face. The buggers wrapped him up in a carpet and tossed him overboard, continued Lucas in his broad Australian drawl. I pulled an old sweatshirt with an Oakland A's logo on it over the boy's head. It wasn't cold inside my house, with both front and back doors open, letting the breeze drift through at will. But the boy had the twin ailments of mild hypothermia and shock. He stared into middle distance as I pulled the sleeves into place, his heavy eyebrows twitching. What is your name? I asked him. I've been talking to him since I fished him out of the drink, said Lucas. English, Spanish, even threw a bit of Chinese at him. Not a peep out of him. I stood and turned to Lucas. You speak Chinese? A bit. G'day, goodbye, thanks, I can order a beer. We get a few well-to-do Chinese chattering the big yachts at the marina. Danielle wandered in from the kitchen with a cup of tea for the kid. Her brown hair was must, but it looked as if she had paid a hundred bucks to get it that way, rather than having been woken up at 2 a.m. by a fist banging on our door. She handed the tea to the boy, and he took it as if grasping the holy grail, 